Welcome to this podcast by Global Church. We are a church planting movement wanting to reach cities from here to everywhere, one to everyone. If you want to find out more information, check out our website on www.globalchurch.co.uk. Good morning, everybody. It's great to be here. I haven't got three points and a poem for you this morning. I've got some thoughts to inspire you. But what a great nation we live in, what a great country that we live in. I watched Boris the other day and his team telling employees he's going to provide money, telling employees he's going to provide money. And we were the first in the whole world to do something like this. And we live in an amazing, amazing nation. Um, but we are a nation of grumblers and complainers and we've got to change. And, and you know, let's use these, these next few months as a time to rethink how we handle life and handle situations. Uh, I wish many more of us were good to developing nations who don't have the resources, who don't have the thinking, who don't have the structures in place to keep a nation uh, accountable or a leadership of a nation accountable. Uh, we are an amazing, amazing nation. I was speaking to uh, one of my friends who's a doctor and she said when she came off shift the other night in London, um, she said they cancelled buses, the trains had been cancelled but black cabs were waiting to pick them up to take them home. Wow. What an amazing nation we've got. Yeah. And uh, we can focus on the negative or we can believe for better. And today I want to talk about a God who doesn't just deliver us out of something, but he comes in and delivers, delivers us through something. Yeah, and that second one takes greater faith. And I had to learn this as a businessman as well as a, a church leader. I had to learn this going through the credit crunch. Because during those 10 years of credit crunch, 10 long years, I found most of the time I wasn't in control. Most of the time, circumstances and situations were in control. And it was tough because I was, you know, like anybody else, I'm a battler and I want to get on top of things and I couldn't get on top of things. And I had to learn that behind the circumstances and behind the trouble and behind the lack and behind the... The, 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 the lack of uh, uh, any hope sometimes, there was the God of hope, there was the game changer. Yeah. And I had to come to terms with not just God's word, what God says in his word, but how he, he delivers people through things, how he behaves, how he moves on nations even. Yeah, and I had to learn some things like that. And um, because I knew God were powerful enough to deliver me out of, but he didn't. And many, many people, uh, quote unquote, you know, lose lose the faith because God, or simply because God does not do what they tell Him to do. He's not a good boy. Yeah. He's the wild wind of God. Is the Holy Spirit when He yeah. comes moves upon us. Jesus is the champion over evil. Jesus yeah, is is the one who never backed down. Right. You know, but that's the kind of God that we're dealing with. Jesus is the best photograph of God that we have. Yeah. Yeah. The, the 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 toughest person who ever lived, and yet the most tender. <laughs> person who ever lived. I don't know what you're going through today. I don't know what the restrictions that our government has had to put on to us has, has affected you and what it's doing with your mind today but I know the God of peace well, yeah, could yeah, come yeah. into your life and into yeah. your heart, into your mind today yeah, and he's the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. I want to make that clear. So today, very briefly, just some thoughts from stories in the Bible but applied into our lives. It's powerful when we apply God's word 
into our lives and into our hearts. And um, I want to have a look at three three young teenagers who who were taken into captivity from Israel, and they were taken into uh, Babylon, and they're called Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego. I call them Meshach, Shadrach, and a bungalow. It helps me to remember some things. <laughs> but as they as they yeah, got took into captivity, um, they, they they felt they just landed on their feet, and they must have thought, yeah, brilliant. <laughs> Our God is a great God. He's helped us to get a good job in a foreign land. And we're, we're surviving. But we're more than surviving. We're thriving. We're doing well. Yeah. But then all of a sudden an edict is sent out by the king. And, and he, he built a statue of himself. And he just said, everybody in the nation, the kingdom, has to bow down to me. And these three young Jewish boys wouldn't. And, uh, and when the king found out, they were brought in front of a king. Imagine that. He was a despot. He wasn't. He wasn't a nice king. He was a bad man, and uh, people were terrified of him. And these three young teenagers, who didn't know what they didn't know, <laughs> and they're brought into the palace and they're summoned, and yet what they did know counted. They knew that God wasn't just a God in pages of the Old Testament. They knew it. He was a living God who acts and moves on their behalf. And they said, you know, King, we're not going to bow down before you. And our God is able to save us from you. And then they said this, even if he doesn't, we're still not going to bow down to you. Why? Because we're working off our values. Not out of anxiety, not out of fear, not even out of a king's edict. We're working out of our values. I wonder today, what are you working out of? Are you working out of anxiety and fear and worry? Or have you been able to put values into your life that gets you ready for such a time as this? Yeah, where things are, are out of your control yeah. and moving through. So the king then, as, as a fire heated seven times its normal uh, uh, velocity, or what, not velocity, heat, and <laughs> chucks these, the, has these three young boys bound in ropes and thrown into the fire. The guys who threw them into the fire, once they opened the gates, they... The fire hit them. The, the men died because it was so hot. And yet these three Hebrew boys went into the fire. And, uh, and then after a while, the king came and had a look just to see, uh, you know, what had happened to these three boys. And he says, when the three boys, three men thrown into the fire, I see another man in there who looks like the son of God. Wow. God came and met with them Hebrew boys yeah. in a situation that was way, way, way beyond them. Wow. And we sing a song, there is another in the fire yeah, standing on. next to me. That's it. There's another in the water holding back the sea. I want you to get to know the invisible God. Yeah, come on. He's invisible, but he's not unknowable. Mm. And to know God's presence in these times, fear dissolves, anxiety and worry have to leave your life because the God of peace steps in when we talk about jesus being the prince of peace at christmas it's not just for christmas it's for every day and these three hebrew boys were saved the only thing that was that was missing when they came out of the fire the writer says even the clothes did not smell of smoke the only thing that was missing were the ropes that bound them and i wonder as we enter a a period possibly of three months where we're all having to self-isolate etc 
I wonder what will drop off in your life that's been holding you back. Wow. Yeah, come on. Because God's got a future for your life. Yeah. God has the ability, according to Romans chapter 8, verse 28, to cause all things to work together for your good. God has that ability. You know, there are some things in life that hold us back. Some things in life that bind us up. And we think we'll deal with them, but it, it causes too much of a stink. It causes too much problem. So we leave it and we just put up with it. I wonder what's going to die in these next three months in your life that's been holding you back and you haven't had the... Can I just be <laughs> blunt with us today? You haven't had the balls to sort it out. Yeah, come on. And you know something, it's been sorted out for you because now that boss that you didn't like serving, the job's gone. That situation you didn't like working, is gone. Everything's gone. Yeah, it's been The decision's been made for you. And you can either fall into self-pity or fall into hopelessness or you can grab hold of the God who's an ever-present help in times of trouble. And you can say, God, if you're there, like I did as a young, drunk teenager, God, if you're there, help me. Come and set me free. I don't even like myself anymore. I don't like the things I'm doing. And God came to a young teenage lad in Darwin, in Lancashire, and he set me free. Right, come on. And he put my feet on a rock, on a solid place where I could walk knowing that the decisions I were making were strong decisions and good decisions. Not based on what all my friends were thinking or all, what, all the circumstances around me, but based on God's purpose for my life. God's got a plan and a purpose for us. Do you know something? That's about as helpful as having plans to build a building. You've got to get hold of the plans and do something with them. Right. Let this next three months be the time where you get all the God's plans and purposes for your life and say, I'm going to do this. There's a dream in your heart. There's a purpose in your heart. There's something. I'm frustrated with this virus. So inconvenient. Because <laughs> I've had, me and my wife have a dream of doing a, we've got a doer upper in France. And if you've been following me on, on Instagram, I've been doing it up with a builder, brilliant builder out there in France. And that's just been put on hold now because I can't really get there. And uh, it's frustrating. And, and, but, you know, while during the credit crunch, what really helped me is when I went listening to, 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 to men and women that could make sense of life. And they talked about a circle of no control and a circle of control. And the circle of no control is the place where you can't control anything like the weather, like other people's attitudes towards you or treatment of you or other people they're out of your control but when we fret over them they're the ones that drain us because there's nothing we can do about it yeah. but then there's a circle of control where we can decide how we are what our attitude is like what the words are like coming out of our mouth and 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 so i learned uh, to move across into the circle of control and just to let the circle of no control just go into my prayers. And, and I asked God to control things that I couldn't control. They were out of my control. My responsibility was to have a great attitude. Yeah. Let's have a great attitude this year. Let's let, you, you know, the rest of this year could become the best of this year. Yeah, yeah. If we change our thinking, if we change the way that we handle life situations that are thrown at us. And our God is a very present help in time of trouble. He's very real. King David, as a shepherd, wrote this. He says, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not be in want. Yeah, 
Come on. And you can say that verse many ways. The Lord, because there's only one. The Lord is my shepherd. Mm. I shall not be in want. Or the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not be in want. The Lord is my shepherd. He's personal to me. Yeah, He's on. real to me. The Lord is my shepherd, the leader. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not be in want. He makes me lie down. In green pastures. Yeah, Let this right. be a three-month journey yeah, of on. God making us lie down in yeah. green pastures. Why? Yeah, because the purpose great. is He restores my soul. Yeah, that's great. He restores my soul. Toxic relationships drop off. Yeah, Bad on. thoughts <laughs> get challenged, and a new you is birthed. Yeah, yeah, come on. And as you're born again into the new you, as you you know reset the dials of your life, it's like. Wow, I never knew I could breathe this fresh air, this kind of life. And you know something? God wants to get involved with you. And uh, I want to say it takes more faith for God to deliver you through something to del- to deliver you, than to deliver you out of. When you get frustrated and angry at the situation, it's because you're waiting to be delivered out. And I want you to relax a little bit more. I'm not a relaxed person. I'm a person of purpose. Well, there's some things we cannot rail against because they will drain us. And we've got to go with the flaw. And even if the worst thing that you vision, that envision happens, like you'll, maybe you lose your job. Worse than that, maybe you're the job owner and you own, you, you own the business and you, you know you're going to lose your business. I want to say as tragic as that is, yeah. you don't know what God's got planned beyond that. Yeah, come on. Come on. And God takes us through things so it's a bigger miracle. Yeah, come on. You'll, be, you'll, you'll see God. Uh, doing greater miracles. Yeah, that's it. And unless we go through it, you don't see it. God wants to take the mess, uh, the, the mess of our situation throughout the world. It's not just Britain, but throughout the world, and He wants to turn it into a message of hope. Yeah. yeah he wants to turn on. the stumbling blocks that are coming our way into stepping stones, and that starts here. It's, it does. It starts here. We have to retrain our thinking. The Bible calls it repent, yeah. rethink. Turn around and reevaluate your life. Those three Hebrew boys came out of that fire, and honestly, their future was bright. When they went into it, it looked terrible. There's another character in the Bible called Joseph, and he got betrayed by his brothers, sold into slavery, accused of rape, and thrown into prison. But there is a refrain that goes with him wherever he goes, and it says, But the Lord was with Joseph. And the Lord was with yeah, Joseph. Come on, come on. And one verse after one of those three times that, uh, that occurs. And one time, uh, the, the, uh, the verse following says that the, the man that was his boss could see that God was with him. And I want to speak to Global Church this morning and say, do people see that God is with you? Do they look at your attitude and how you are with things? Do they hear the words of faith or do they hear the mourning and grumbling? I want to challenge your church. Come on. Now is our time yeah. to shine. This is where yeah, faith come on, counts. Come on, yeah, come on. Faith is not about what happens when you die. It's about what happens if you live. Yeah. And I want to say this to everybody. If you, if you uh, wake up one day and you've got all the symptoms for the coronavirus and you, you get tested and, and it's positive, I want to say that God doesn't save us from certain things. He didn't save the Hebrew boys from going into the fire. They had to go into the fire. But our time now is to invite God into our situation yeah, and say, deliver me out of this. Come on. Deliver me through this, I should say. 
And as God begins to deliver you through it, know this. You haven't failed because you've contracted the disease. Especially if you're a believer, there's pressure on believers. Say, if I had real faith, I wouldn't get it. Don't be silly. That's just silly talk. It's what you do with it when it comes your way. We walk by faith in everything that happens. We walk by faith, not by sight. Well, I've said plenty this morning, but I'm pointing you to uh, the God of heaven and the God of earth. And uh, we know he lives because Jesus came. Because Jesus came, we know there's a God. God broke into history. Because Jesus came, he taught and showed us that there's a right way to live and there's a wrong way to live. When Jesus came, he died for the sins of the world. Now God can forgive us without compromising himself because God must punish sin. But he can forgive us now on account of Jesus dying and paying the price for your sin and my sin. The resurrection of Jesus tells us that there's an afterlife. And that's why, whether in life or in death, we walk by faith. Because we know there's a great resurrection coming. And the sending of God's Holy Spirit means a couple of things. One is we can have the assurance that we're forgiven. That we can have assurance that we're on the way to heaven. And we can have the assurance that God is with us. Sins forgiven. Joy for living. Peace with our God. From the team here at Global Church, thank you for listening to this podcast. Please check out our other messages available on the website.